Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Great to have you with us, Triple Eight, nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. And don't forget traffic and weather together every eight minutes on the sevens, all morning long. Make sure you get there in one piece. Yeah, you're gonna need some time. alternate routes this morning. I hear. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very busy. You know, at the usual spots. We'll get into it later. Uh huh. Yeah. Every eight minutes, of course, on the sevens. <laughs> uh, our president did us proud again yesterday, didn't he? Didn't he? He's just he's good. He's on fire. This guy. He's a natural. Wow, is he brilliant? Sharp as a tack. Mm. And actually, was uh, discussing the Republican Party on foreign soil. That's something that's really kind of not done. You know, Americans don't badmouth other Americans uh, on foreign soil. It's kind of a an unwritten rule. Yeah, he was asked, though. I mean, so I guess, it, you know what? He's declined to answer so many other questions. He right. could have easily done that. Exactly yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but here's what he said about the Republican Party. I think that they have seen things happen as we have that shocked them and surprised them that could have happened. The world. But... I think they, like I do, believe the American people are not going to sustain that kind of behavior. And so I, uh, you know, I don't want to get into these the statistics because, you know, that oh, no. we want to hear the phrase of Israelis, there's three kinds of lies, lies, damn lies and statistics. But hmm. I think it's a, appropriate to say that um, the Republican Party is vastly diminished in numbers. The leadership of the Republican Party is fractured, and the Trump wing of the party is the bulk of the party, but it makes up a significant minority of the American people. And we'll see. We'll see. Exactly. We'll see. I believe that uh, by us standing up, and saying what we believe to be the case, not engaging in the, the overwhelming hyperbole that gets engaged in by so many today, that um, we, uh, I, I guess that old expression, the proof of the pudding is in the eating. Uh, the proof is the pudding in the eating. The proof is in the pudding in the eating? In the eating of the pudding? Can we can we listen to the last five seconds of that, Rob? Because that's we, the, uh, that old expression. Yeah. You know, I, I guess that old expression: the proof mm-hmm. of the pudding is in the eating. The proof of the pudding is in the eating. There you go. You nailed it. Oh, well, because it's an age-old expression. Right? How could you not nail it? <laughs> <laughs> the proof <laughs> is in the pudding in the eating. <laughs> it gets better and better. Oh, that's great. That's great. So <laughs> we came up with a new age-old expression: the proof. Is in the pudding in the eating of the pudding. <laughs> Corby? Uh, I told you I like pudding. I, I like eating pudding. And that's where that expression came from. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Corby, just two muck and fudge will need that for a future bingo square. <laughs> wow. The proof is in the pudding and the eating. In the eating. Mm-hmm. He also discussed his uh, upcoming meeting with Vladimir Putin and, uh, uh, this, I think, is going to impress you. Uh, you're going to think, yep, 
That's our guy. That's the leader of the free world right there. Oh, no. Here In he a is. weekend interview, Vladimir Putin laughed at the suggestion that you had called him a killer. Is that still your belief, sir, that he is a killer? And I'll continue the trend if you don't mind of asking a second question. Do you believe if he does agree to cooperate, then what kind of a challenge do you find yourself in? How would you ever trust him? And if Ronald Reagan said trust but verify, what do you say to Vladimir Putin? <laughs> to answer the first question, <laughs> I'm laughing too. They actually, I. Well, look, I mean, he has made clear that. Uh, uh, Three, four, five, six. The answer is I believe he has in the past essentially wow. acknowledged that he was. Uh, there are certain things that he would do or did do. But look, but look. Um, oh, when I was asked that question on air, I answered it honestly. Mm-hmm. But it's not much of a I, 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 I don't think it matters a whole lot in terms of this next meeting we're about to have. Mm-hmm. The second question was. Rela- what? <laughs> Be- what is happening? I'd verify first and then trust. In other words, everything would have to be shown to be actually occurring. It's not about, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, trusting. It's about agreeing. You know, when we uh, when you write uh, treaties with your adversaries, you don't say I trust you. You say this is what I expect. And if you violate the agreement you made, then we quote the treaties off, the agreements off. He just defined trust. And. uh, I'm hoping that, uh, that wow. President Putin concludes that there is some interest in terms of his own interest what? in uh-huh. changing I mean. the perception that the world has of him in terms of whether or not he uh, will engage in uh, um, behavior that's more consistent with uh, um, what is considered to be uh, appropriate behavior for head of state. Wow, that's really bad. That's really bad. I mean, when he brain freezes for seven seconds yeah. in the middle of a speech or an answer uh, and nobody cares on the left, that's not leading CNN and MSNBC. In fact, they don't even talk about it. How do they continue to ignore this? No, the, the clips that they're going with today is him talking about uh, Trump's phony populism and they're also talking about um, how he called Putin a worthy adversary. <clears throat> Jeez. That's what CNN's going with. So, yeah, that's uh How about the complete lockup of his mind, which happens on a regular basis? It really does. It happens a lot. You're saying that wasn't a home run that he just hit there? He, he knocked that answer out of the park, Pat Gray. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh. That's, no. That wasn't my impression, actually. <sighs> uh, play the beginning of that again. Because uh, it's it's really stunning how he he just loses himself. He doesn't know where he is. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He just he can't go anywhere. <laughs> Answer the first question. <laughs> I'm laughing too. I'm laughing too. Actually, I. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, look. I mean, well, he look. has made Good. clear that. Uh, uh, One, two, three. Four, five, six. The answer is, I believe he has in the past 
essentially you don't know acknowledge what your name that is. he was uh or certain things that he would right. do or i can't did. do it again good golly that is uh that is staggering that's the president yeah. of the United States of America. It's literally like America walked into a nursing home and picked out yeah. the old guy in the wheelchair sitting at the end of the hall mumbling to himself as president of the United States. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, it is like that. It's essentially what happened, too, by the way. <laughs> it wasn't a nursing home, but it was one. It was a place just like a nursing home. It was the U.S. Senate. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is bad, man. It's really bad. Tomorrow is... Uh, Alaska could belong to Russia by the end of tomorrow, somebody said online. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. Wow. And if you're not concerned about that, you, you just don't care about the United States of America. You don't care. All you care about is your hatred for Donald Trump and if, because that's the only thing you cover in a negative way. And he... Uh, is covered like he's perfectly fine, like everything's normal, like there's absolutely nothing wrong with Joe Biden. <sighs> wow. Mm -hmm. Plus, apparently, uh, he really, really wants us to get vaccinated. I know that oh, no. black hole that seems to consume you, that fills up your chest mm -hmm. when you lose someone that's close to you that you adored. That's why I continue to say to America... Mm -hmm. If you've not been vaccinated, mm. get vaccinated. Back off. Get vaccinated as soon as possible. We have plenty vaccinations. Yeah, we know. Plenty that. of sites. That's not the issue. We have more work to do to beat this virus. Mm -hmm. And now's not the time to let our guard down. So please, please get vaccinated as soon as possible. We've had enough pain. Enough pain. Enough pain. Enough pain. Makes it really powerful when, right. he, when he whispers it a second time. Yes. We've had enough pain. Right. Enough pain. It's kind of like an 80s sitcom, <laughs> right? you got to repeat the same line to make it that much more powerful because that's what he does, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We also worked at a radio station where we had a production guy who... Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. Don't. No. Who echoed everything at the no, end. come on. It's kind of like that. <laughs> it's kind of like that. It's kind of like he just he echoes everything at the at the end. <laughs> Here's your new batch of pro promos, Pat. You like them? Like them? Like them? Like like but they all sound so similar. 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 It's like, similar. Well, is Lou Gehrig in charge of production here? <laughs> okay. All right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Speaking of your vaccine. Passengers on the first fully vaccinated North American cruise uh, have, uh, they're just a couple of them, though, uh, tested mm. positive for COVID-19. Wait, I thought they got vaccinated yeah, they did. before they got on the yeah. boat. Yeah, they did. Uh, two passengers aboard the first fully vaccinated cruise ship in North America <laughs> have tested positive for COVID-19. I love it. I'm sorry. That's funny. <laughs> So you're gonna separate. You're gonna you're gonna do your your new Jim Crow, your modern Jim Crow society, mm -hmm. and it's already been blown to bits on the uh, on the cruise there. Okay. All right. That's working out well, isn't it? Yeah. You separatists. Yeah. And so you got not only the risk of the vaccine itself, but you also got the the disease itself, the virus itself. <laughs> so congratulations on that. That's that's really great. Mm-hmm. Jeez.
now there's a woman who says she can no longer talk after getting the second dose of the Oxford vaccine. Not familiar with the Oxford vaccine. I don't know. Is that a British thing? Must be. Hmm. Of sorts. Uh, she, and what she thinks is a severe allergic reaction. Oh, boy. I want to share my frustration. It doesn't feel fair. Look at she that. wrote on her uh so she can't say sign. it. Yeah, because she can't speak. Wow. How weird is that? And that's been going on for weeks, for her months, I think. Yeah, she says she was left unable to speak after receiving the second dose of, okay, the Oxford one is AstraZeneca. Oh, okay. It's got a different name over there. Sophia Gomes from the Wisbeck, uh, from Wisbeck in Cambridgeshire. Okay. Again. From Wisbeck in Cambridgeshire. <laughs> Think she had a severe allergic reaction that prevented her from talking a few hours after getting the jab. Doctors at Kings Lynn Hospital in Norfolk, where she went after she developed the strange reaction, were baffled after performing scans on her throat and not finding anything wrong. She stayed at the hospital for a week and was seen by several specialists who could not explain her condition, but said it may have been caused by the vaccine. Yeah, since especially since it happened right after the vaccine, you might think, huh. Wonder if that happened after the vaccine. Wonder if that's from the vaccine. Uh, these guys went to medical school. Yeah, they come up with those kinds. It's of hard to get anything by them. Did you just opinions. have the vaccine? Yeah. Huh? Might have come from that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> really? Well, thank you, really? doctor. So I didn't just for no reason forget how to talk. Right. That'll be three hundred pounds. Okay. Please pay the <laughs> the chick up front. <laughs> Is it the chick or is it the bird up front? Uh, I think in England it's the bird. <laughs> Pay the bird up front. Okay. Uh, so an Edin- Edinburgh University professor said her loss of voice was likely a coincidence. Oh, shut Are up. Are you kidding me? Okay. Like yeah. she was going to lose her voice <laughs> anyway. <laughs> it just so happens it happened right after the vaccine. Got it. UK drug regulator MHRA uh, said there was no evidence Ms. Gomes losing her voice was linked to the vaccine. She was told her voice will return and is waiting for speech therapy through NHS. Huh. Huh. How do they know it's going to return? Yeah. Really weird. Because they they just assume that it has nothing to do with the vaccine, right? Yeah. So how would they know anything? Is it going to wear off? They don't know. I mean... And really, she's being told it was a coincidence that I, if, she just happened to get the vaccine when she lost her voice. If she could yell, she would yell. Yeah, no kidding. Are you kidding me? Stop it. I like Jesse Kelly on Twitter said that uh, he's now reconsidering after reading that story, uh, letting his wife get the vaccine. <laughs> oh, really? Because <laughs> then he won't have to hear her. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. That's a good take. That's, uh, that's funny. I mean, for Jesse, it's a good take. <laughs> Not for me. For me, I'm just... No. I'm just... I was, you wouldn't say that about I was merely wife. quoting a tweet is all I was doing. I see. Thank you. Okay. All right. That's... Uh, but there's another coincidence. Just another isolated incident. That's all it is. Of uh, mm-hmm. someone having a severe reaction to something... It's not the vaccine. It's nothing to worry it's about. Probably just allergies. Totally Something nothing. in the air over yeah, there. Yeah, so what's yeah. blooming in Britain right now? Look that up. See? That's uh, what it yeah. is. See? Yeah, yeah. It'll be back. Especially at Wick in Cambridgeshire. That's a thing. Mm-hmm. This actually deserves a discussion, I think. Because the town names and all that crap over in Britain, too long.
Can we agree with that? It's why we left the stupid it's country why we in left, the first place. We don't say... One of the many reasons. Like, I was born in Atlanta in Georgia, Cobb County, you know, I don't... No, right. it's a comma. Mm-hmm. We, we put a comma there. You say Marietta, Georgia. You say Atlanta, Georgia, and you move on with your life. These people have to, like, literally every zone, district, town, cottage, everything is mm-hmm. all combined in their, where they're from. It's insane. What a it is. hellhole. That's right. Again, that's why we left why that we stupid left. place in the first place. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me tell you about real estate agents I trust. Uh, these are the people to turn to when you're trying to sell your home or buy a home or do both because you're relocating. Um, if you have to sell and buy, it's so stressful. There's so much to decide. Uh, when you're selling your home and you've had it for a while, like we've lived in our home for nine years now. And so uh, some of the stuff that we really liked, and I still do, is just completely out of style now. It's just not, it's not what people are looking for. But these realtors know what buyers are looking for, and so they can give you the right advice on what to do with your home, whether to repaint or replace countertops or any of those kinds of things to know whether or not you're going to get your money out of it. And so this is such an important uh, investment, probably the biggest investment you'll ever make. You, you want to do the right thing. And that's why there are real estate agents I trust because uh, you need somebody who knows what they're doing to see you through this process. Real Estate Agents I Trust. The name really says it all. Realestateagentsitrust.com Pat Gray. Unleashed. Yeah, so uh, we're just getting some comments about... um, Mm-hmm. About the woman who's lost her voice, and you know, in NHS because it's free healthcare, sure. it's government administered healthcare. Uh, you know, they're going to get right on that situation. Yeah, therapy. She'll, she'll get speech therapy going mm-hmm. 12, 15, 20 years from now. Yeah, and one day she'll speak again. One day. Yeah. Uh, if and that was a good tweet there from the proof is in the pudding and the eating. <laughs> I love how fast that happens. Uh, the Cleveland Clinic last week, COVID-19 survivors show lasting immunity against the virus. This is something that they keep saying they don't they don't really know about it yet. We don't uh, we don't know how long that lasts. Really? Well, the Cleveland Clinic recently studied the effectiveness of the COVID-19 vaccination among people who caught the virus and those who haven't. The study finds that anyone who previously tested positive for SARS-CoV-2 infection did not get additional benefits from the vaccine. Mm -hmm. 1,359 staffers who were unvaccinated Mm. and previously infected have never gotten reinfected. Wow. Clinic says this research provides insight into how the immune system protects the body once a COVID-19 infection is confirmed. During the study that was conducted on 52,238 employees at the Cleveland Clinic, not a single incidence of SARS-CoV-2 infection was observed in previously infected participants with or without vaccination. It made no difference. Wow. So if you've had uh, COVID-19 
then you certainly don't want to get the vaccine. No. Right? No. Because it increases your chance of having a severe reaction by two to three times. And you're not protected anymore. Any better. You've got the same protection if you already got the disease. There's no benefit. Wow, that's... That really solidifies, I, th- I would think, your decision not to get the vaccine. Well, yeah. I mean, that's what a doctor told me also is that, you know, your body's going to have a much more severe reaction the second time around if you if you take the vaccine. Well, mm. I've already seen how my body reacted to it mm-hmm. without doing anything, putting anything foreign in my body. So I'm good. Did you lose your taste of uh, your sense of taste and smell? I did not lose my sense of smell. My taste was affected, probably lost half of my taste for just a few days. Yeah. I've heard that that stuff, uh, like Carrie's still doing therapy to try to get her sense of smell back. You, know? you can do like, well, therapy like, to get it yeah, back? Yeah, like at home with, uh, mm. I don't know, she's got essential oils and stuff like that and trying to retrain her brain because everything has a COVID smell now. Uh, what was Kirk Herbstreet just recently said that he hasn't, uh, tasted or smelled in, I don't know, seven months since he had it or something like that. Wow, that sucks. Yeah, and uh, so for me, it was very minor, very brief. It was just the taste. I specifically remember just like soup was water, which I guess technically it is, Keith. Uh, but uh, no, the way my body reacted to it, I, you think I'm going to put any kind of version of that gene therapy in me now? No, I'm good. No, I, I'm invincible no as far as I'm concerned with that. And if I'm not, mm. then so be it. But that was enough for me. It was the voice, remember? Mm-hmm. I mean, that was months, and it's still not completely back. And like I said, you know, it's disappointing for my kids that my Beavis and Butthead impersonations aren't spot on anymore. But until I get my voice back, yeah, it's, uh, that's the burden I have to live with. It's that. tragic. Yeah, I, I But that's, that's how I gauge that it's not completely back. I had all that stuff. But not COVID-19. When are you going to get that antibody test, though? I I got it. I don't know. Maybe today. Maybe I'll go today. Because remember, really, Mm -hmm. really, he's going to go today. Maybe I will. Maybe I'll go right right from here directly to CVS. And and maybe you'll bring us... This guy's a liar. Yeah. Maybe you'll bring (laughs) us some Kexi cookies as well. Maybe. Uh, It's possible. But, you know, take your time on getting your test. Mm -hmm. Because remember... The people that had SARS in 2003 did not get COVID this time around. Yeah, I mean, that's long-lasting protection. What does that tell you? It tells me if you get it, you don't need any vaccines. Uh, It's incredible. Yeah. It's incredible. Uh, All right. 888 also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, then we've got people like Russell Brand, <laughs> who doesn't trust the media or uh, the pharmaceutical companies. No. This guy can't be popular in Hollywood right now <laughs> because he is a big-time extremist left-wing dumbass. <laughs> yeah, uh, well said. I mean, there, there it is. There it is. <laughs> That's what he is. But uh, he's going against the flow here. He's he's going against the grain. Uh, here's what he says uh, about about the vaccine. I'll mention again, a report in 2017 showed that with the exception of CBS, every American major media outlet shared at least one board member with at least one pharmaceutical company. That means there's literal physical crossovers between the media and pharmaceutical companies, the same human beings. 
Furthermore, drug companies spend $5 billion a year on advertising with these media outlets. Consider the amount of profits that Pfizer are likely to make from the vaccines. Moderna was a company in a lot of trouble before these vaccines came about. And Johnson & Johnson are going to need mm -hmm. every penny they make from the vaccines to pay for lawsuits coming about as a result <laughs> of their talcum powder causing cancer. <laughs> and it does make me think, if they can't manage talcum powder, then how <laughs> want them dealing with vaccines? Doesn't it make you realise that what's necessary point. from the like media that. is not to toe the line in accordance with oh. their big partnerships with pharmaceutical companies <laughs> and their relationships with government, but to right. commit themselves to truth. Otherwise, truth. you can't trust them on anything. No F in truth, uh, Russell. There's no F in the hmm? word truth. Oh, really? Yeah, no F. Oh. Or PH. Neither one. Are you sure? So, yeah, positive. Because I lived in a neighborhood mm -hmm. in, in Houston where, they, where, where they, that was definitely part of the dialect. Huh, no. Long time ago. Nope. Shout out Third Ward. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, boy. I like his pharmaceutical. Uh, yeah. So I love the talcum powder yeah, thing. Yeah, that's a great they point. can't handle talcum powder. How can we trust them with vaccines? Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's a pretty good... I can't believe we haven't made that point. Up. That's a good one. Uh, it's, I like it. <laughs> uh, but on the other side of the equation, you got Stephen Colbert, who really wants you to get the vaccine. So I'm just so confused now. Oh, Do I no. go with Russell Brand? Yeah. Do I go with uh, Stephen Colbert? Huh. I don't know. What are you going to do? I don't know. Let's hear Steven, and then we can decide, I guess. Oh, gosh. Oh. Oh, no. no. We poke don't, you. don't do this. No, well, don't. We know you're going to be oh, no. COVID infecting you. Oh, no, no, don't when do this. Out, yeah, I know you're going to hug. You're going to oh. hug and not worry. It might kill you. Oh. And we will shoot 500 vials and we will stick 500 they're obsessed, man. They are obsessed with sticking stuff in our bodies. Oh my gosh, this is embarrassing. It's just propaganda. Yes! And it's not funny. It's not funny at all. It's oh, not well done. Look at this. It's not funny. And where is he? Now we're damn close to is President he Biden's still doing the show? Okay, I can't, I can't hear adults. it. Are, is he still doing his show from his house? <laughs> I didn't pick that up. You're right. Are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> You're still in your basement? He might still be hiding. Dude, go back to the studio for the love of heaven. Come on. That's amazing. That oh. is amazing. Oh, Rob thinks that, that he just got back into the studio yesterday for the first time. Oh, did he? So this, I think, was so, from Friday. A couple days but ago. But still... Jeez. Still, that's uh, that's way too long. Are you kidding me? And uh, I, I know you stopped the video there, and you may not want to go back to it. But I mean, I had them keep playing that just so you could see how completely unfunny that he show is. is. Oh, it's oh, so I bad. I know it is so bad. Uh, it's unwatchable. All right, let's let's go ahead. Uh, it's getting vaccinated by oh. July fourth, but unfortunately. Mm -hmm. The number of doses being administered oh. daily is on a steep decline. Oh, no. Sorry. Come on, people. Just get the shot. Look at this. If I had time to speak directly to each of you on national television, I would. He's angry. Oh, which reminds me. I'm supposed to pass along this message. Oh, this is going to be uh, funny. Funny stuff. Here we go. Uncle Jeff, please get the vaccine. Otherwise, you can't come to my head rider's wedding. There's going to be a shrimp tower. Did you see that? Wow. That was literally a message for a guy named Jeff. 
to you see that his head writer <laughs> is getting married yeah and he took time in his show to make this message for these people are insane well he said if he could do that he would and he started to do it so well one down serious and if you want to cover your whole audience you got like 12 more people to go wasn't that hysterical oof wasn't that funny wow what is this obsession they're they're just who cares what's so indoctrinated what side of the issue you're on with the vaccine why is that side so obsessed with our bodies something's wrong man and the only the only obsession they really have about their body is that they can kill the baby growing inside a body. That's the only thing that they absolutely insist upon. Everything else, no, I can tell you what you what you should do with your body. You should get your vac- vaccine. You should get vaccinated. Uh, you should not eat as much as you do. You shouldn't eat the things that you do. You should do what I do. You should eat no meat. I, I mean, they want to tell you every little thing. But you try to say, hey, maybe you don't kill that little human being inside of you. And my body, my choice. How dare you? <sighs> really? What a world. What a world. That's pretty much our, no, our new slogan on the mm-hmm. show, isn't it? What a world. What a world. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Gray Unleashed. Yeah. Triple Eight Nine Hundred Thirty Three Ninety Three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, where Carl Smith tweets. I'm waiting for the buffering message to pop up while the president freezes. Oh, no. 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 Yes. That is a great idea. Okay. Somebody. Every time he does that, we need to have the buffering thing yep. up there. Or work on work on that as like a I don't know a meme or I love that. Yeah. For what are you kids calling? <laughs> <laughs> good stuff. Uh, Galt Shrug. Biden sounds like those spam emails and clickbait articles that just string together words to give the impression of being real. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Spartan Patriot. Uh, I'm waiting for him to call Vlad. Vladimir Put- Putin. Mm-hmm. Vladimir. Vladimir Putin. That's what I, I love pudding. Probably always top of mind for him. Caffeinated Texan, TV ads for medicines that have been around for years have to list side effects. These mostly untested vaccines have been around for months, but we're supposed to believe there are no side effects? Nonsense. It's nonsense. <laughs> Thank you. Nice. Uh, we've got some uh, big Supreme Court cases that are pending in the next little while. Uh, between now and July... They're supposed to take on 20 uh, pending cases. And some of those that they're taking on in this extremely conservative court uh, are same-sex foster parents and religious liberty. The court will soon decide a case that pits the religious rights of a Catholic foster care agency against protections for same-sex couples. The dispute arose when Philadelphia cut ties with the foster agency. After learning the group's religious convictions barred it from placing children in the homes of gay and lesbian couples, the city determined that the agency's refusal violated an ordinance prohibiting discrimination on the basis of sexual orientation. The agency, run by Catholic Social Services, sued on the grounds that Philadelphia had run afoul of the group's religious rights under the First Amendment. So, 
The court has been largely sympathetic to religious rights claims in recent years, and the case could see the justices go even further in granting exemptions to religious groups. That would be nice. If they would finally make a broad ruling on that, uh, you know, I don't know, something along the lines of let's uphold the First Amendment, then uh, maybe we can finally put some of this nonsense, nonsense behind us. <laughs> yeah. Have you noticed there's been a lot of nine to zero decisions lately? Yeah, yes. And that's apparently, well, some, some speculate that is a, uh, a shot across the bow to the Biden administration. Don't you dare mess with the Supreme Court numbers. Nine seats and nine seats only. And that, that's the theory that... Well, it is unusual to see nine nothing rulings. Right. And there's been so many. Like if yeah. you're doing news search for nine O decision SCOTUS, mm. case after case from the last few weeks. Yeah. Lately, it's been nine nothing, I think, every time. I think it's a message to Biden don't mess with us. Then there's an Obamacare challenge. Uh, the future of Obama uh, Obamacare is hanging in the balance here, though a lot of legal experts believe the landmark health care will survive as it always does, no matter what. <laughs> It is it is the uh, uh, the energizer bunny of of laws. It just keeps going, mm-hmm. no matter what you do to it. It just keeps going. Strip away the mandate, uh, declare it unconstitutional. Mm. That doesn't matter. It just keeps going. I mean, hypothetically, if you wanted your legacy to go on, right, and, and it being involved mm-hmm. in a law like that, you would you would want to have some information on a certain someone. <laughs> in theory. In theory. In yeah. theory. Supreme Court Justice. And, you know, yeah, Chief like Justice. a Chief Justice of the U.S. What's Supreme that? Court might be a good person mm-hmm. to have something on. Any Obamacare ruling that comes before you? I don't know if it's that, you know, clandestine. I just think he's you think so he's worried just, about his legacy. It could very well be him. It's just Yeah, I think it's just him. I think it's just his legacy thing. Uh, third major challenge, though, to Obamacare. Wow. To reach the Supreme Court in about a decade. Case arose when 18 GOP-led states sued after Congress in 2017 stopped enforcing a tax penalty on most Americans. So they're going to rule on that. Uh, Then there's voting rights. The justices will soon issue a decision that could change the scope of federal voting protection for minorities. The case comes as GOP-crafted voting restrictions make their way through state legislatures across the country, raising the stakes of the court's forthcoming opinion. The case before the justices concerns a pair of voting limits in Arizona. One of the disputed policies requires election officials to throw out entire ballots cast in the wrong precinct, even for statewide races where a voter's polling place has no bearing on the outcome. Uh, The second Arizona policy at issue generally forbids so-called ballot harvesting, a practice that involves third parties collecting and delivering early votes. That's an important one. That is really important. Uh, NCAA athlete compensation is going to be addressed. Mm -hmm. They're going to weigh in on the lawfulness of restrictions placed on certain student athlete compensation. Uh, The case stems from a group of athletes who sued the NCAA for alleging allegedly violating antitrust laws by restricting the education-related benefits players can receive. Federal antitrust law bars certain restraints on competition for talent and labor. They're going to change the nature of college sports, though. That's the problem. Um, And so will college sports survive this? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. If they don't actually, if the 
if the colleges don't wind up actually paying salaries to the players, I, I, I think they'll survive. For instance, you can you can make money from your likeness. You can make money from your uh, merchandise. Uh, th- that shouldn't be a problem. But who should pay that? The the video game companies? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. But when it starts coming from the school and they're paying you a salary to play for them, right. you're, you're going to ruin the game. I don't know the specifics of this case. Does it, is this just a broad, yes, they can be paid, and we figure out who later, or do you know? Uh, well, the athletes this... have claimed that the NCAA illegally interferes in the market by limiting the schools from providing players computers, study abroad programs, graduate uh, school tuition, and other perks in exchange for playing on college sports teams. So, yeah, I think this is just a general, I can make money while I'm, and I'm still an amateur. Because I never liked in the that. Sport. You know, because what what percentage of these athletes in college actually go on to very few to make a living professionally mm-hmm. in sports? Scant few of them. And I know there was always that you can't. You're not an amateur anymore, right? If if you uh, if you yep. go and make it's kind of the, the Olympic thing, right? I just never mm-hmm. liked that because you're you're really limiting their freedom as right. as a marketable <clears throat> commodity in the world. Definitely. So we'll see. Uh, that's going to be an important ruling. Yeah. And you got the student free speech uh, case, a potential landmark First Amendment decision uh, over a case concerning how much control schools can have over your off-campus student speech. This is important. Uh, this is gigantic. Yes. Because the answer to that should be zero. You don't have any control over what I do outside your outside the campus. The dispute arose after a high schooler took to social media to post an expletive-filled message trashing her school following her rejection from the varsity cheerleading squad. During the weekend and while not on school grounds, I remember talking about this story, she posted a picture on Snapchat of herself and a friend, middle fingers raised, (laughs) with the caption, F school, F softball, F cheer, F everything. Uh-huh. You know what? Let the, let her parents deal with it. I yeah. mean, really? That's a school issue? No. Right. Uh, I, I'm sorry you're offended uh, by them flipping you the bird. Get over it. <laughs> I know. After she was punished with a year-long suspension from cheerleading, she was a member of the junior varsity squad at the time, the teen filed a lawsuit against the school. The courts long recognized that schools wield certain authority over speech that occurs on campus. The question in this case is whether to extend that reach further. Why would you? As the social media era continues to blur the line between on and off campus speech. But no. No, no, it doesn't. No. No, it doesn't. If you're at home tweeting something, you're off campus. That's not just because you're tweeting about your school isn't doesn't make it their business necessarily. No. I mean what if what if you just hung up something in your neighborhood on the bulletin board out front of the neighborhood? Right? Mm-hmm. And it was bad-mouthing the school. Right. Oh, should that be cracked down on, too? Because that's all this is. If you don't want to read it, don't go to their Twitter profile or whatever. Right. I, I don't understand this at all. I just cannot get into that mindset of I can't either. speech. I can't either. And the next thing they should be worried about, the next case they should take on, is to put a stop to the civil asset forfeiture nightmare. Unconstitutional un-American nightmare that civil asset forfeiture is. I, I don't know why they don't broadly rule on that one, too. Because they've they just nibbled around the edges of that. 
and they haven't taken care of it. And they really, really need to, but it's not part of their agenda. Uh, let me tell you about Rough Greens. Been talking about Rough Greens for a while now. This is a, a powder, a dog food supplement that you sprinkle over your dog's food. And they generally love it. My dog certainly does. She loves it. And doesn't want to eat her food without it. So she gets all these minerals and the probiotics and the omega oils and the vitamins that come from this. Because it's all living stuff. It's all stuff that's good for, for your dog to make them healthy and active again. And my dog loved it right away. I mean, she took to it immediately. So did Glenn's and Stu's dogs. Sometimes, though, apparently it takes a dog a little bit longer to get used to it. So the first thing we want to find out is if your dog will eat it. And that's why Rough Greens is offering you a free bag of Rough Greens to just try out for a week or whatever. Sprinkle it on your dog's food. See if they like it. Uh, give them a chance to get used to it. And then if they do, then you order more. Uh, so they're going to send you a free bag of Rough Greens for your dog to try out. All you have to do is pay for the shipping. Just go to roughgreens.com. That's roughgreens.com or call 833-ROUGH-DOG. Pat Gray Unleashed. Oh, good. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence is speaking out again. That's great. She's so, so smart. <laughs> I mean, she's a survivor. We learned in the Hunger Games, right? <coughs> yes. Yeah, so she got street smarts, but uh, yeah, yeah, she's so really much. good with a bow and arrow too, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Not so much. Really with, talented with the politics, though. No, no. Uh, she's trying to protect our democracy right now, so that's great. <laughs> that is good, that's right? Great. Yeah, here she is. Whatever your personal politics are, oh. whatever side of the aisle you find yourself on, you oh, no. need to know that your vote matters. And the outcome of our elections are not maneuvered and manipulated. In Texas, Georgia, and Florida, and 44 other states, there's a radical wing of the Republican Party that is actively dismantling Americans' rights to vote. Is there? The Pause it for a second. And remember, that's no matter what your political affiliation is. Just this is just a well-known fact in both both sides of the aisle that this radical wing of Republicans mm. is trying to get people to bring their ID to the voting booth. Oh my gosh, no. Yeah. No. And this is serious, and you can tell because of you the, can, music, the music. Bed. Yeah. It shows you how Under serious you. she is. And she's speaking in a really serious tone. Yeah, she's and she's, she's not smiling. She's, <laughs> no. So good point. Serious yeah, face. She's not. She's not smiling. <laughs> Let's see. There's a radical wing of the Republican Party that radical. is actively dismantling Americans' actively rights to vote. Dismantling. They don't have the numbers to win otherwise. <laughs> Without gerrymandering or shutting down hundreds of voting facilities within reach of minorities, specifically targeting reach and carving out people of color, they can't win. But this Positive is cheating. Percent. Every everything she has said so far is an absolute lie. It's just an absolute lie. Uh, they're not shutting down hundreds of polling places near minorities. Uh, you know they're they're basing all of this on what they did for COVID. Now it was different with COVID because they didn't want people going all over the place. They didn't want people going to grade schools and getting infected or infecting the kids there. They didn't want all of that stuff happening, which is why they put other polling places up so that they were closer to your house. Yeah, That's not going to be the case every year. 
it was a special exception for last year. Yeah, and she's trying to lump in gerrymandering, which has been gerrymandering literally is. been going on both left and right yes. since the oh, founders. Oh I mean, that's named after Governor Jerry of Massachusetts because his district proposal <clears throat> looked like salamander. And that's that's the only thing that she has said that has any basis in reality. And both sides do that. Whoever holds power in yeah, whichever Democrats state. Democrats do it when Democrats are in power. Republicans do it when they're in power. <sighs> I mean, it, it was so bad that the Democrats, I, I remember early in the 2000s when we lived in Houston, uh, Texas was still fairly new as a Republican state. Um, you know, you, you, people forget Ann Richards mm-hmm. was really, you know, big time Democrat, and she was she was the governor right before George W. Bush. Yep. So they had already gerrymandered the districts to reflect uh, Democrat bias, and so the Republicans were trying to do the same thing because they're now in power. Yeah. So the Democrats in Austin got together in buses, and drove out of the state so, so they wouldn't have a quorum in the legislature. <laughs> you remember that? Yes. Were you here when that happened? Uh, no, yes, yes, the first time it happened. It's happened yeah, like it three happened times now. Several times. Yeah, yeah. But, but this is just it. If you want to see gerrymandering against blacks, look no further than the Reconstruction South after that. after Once the troops left, my gosh, they've been doing it for 100 years. And what party has been doing that? The Democrats. Democrats. I mean, it took until 2004 for Georgia to get a Republican governor along the same lines you're talking about Texas because yeah. the Democrats did everything they could to disenfranchise blacks for the last century. <sighs> I know. This gives me a rash. In fact, I've got, I've got a, a, a massive rash developing right now. Yeah, I don't doubt it. Yeah. And you haven't even had the vaccine yet. I haven't had the vaccine. Imagine if you get that. It's going to get out (laughs) of control. It's going to be ugly. This is Hollywood insanity. Let's see if we can get through this. They can't win. But this is cheating. And it is not democracy. There's a law in the Senate right now. No, we're not a democracy. And it can reverse these anti-voting laws. Uh And it can stop billionaires from being able to buy our elections. Why do you have to be so stupid? It even says that all voting machines (laughs) need to be made here in the U.S. But it's going to take a lot of pressure from us to get She reads lines for a living. So please go to www.represent.us slash Jen. And my friends at Represent Us can help you call your senator right now. Let the politicians bicker and throw tantrums. Let's just make sure they remember who they work for. Uh, who? who? Who's that? It's not me. Uh, you remember now? Remember the rule? Uh, the number one rule of legislation in Washington? It's uh, always the opposite of what the law says, whatever the bill says. For yep. the People Act? It is not for the people. Uh, wow. Okay. Uh, it's good to see she's just as dumb as she's always been. Congratulations, <laughs> Jennifer. I didn't think that was possible, but I, I guess it is. <laughs> Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. Great to have you with us. Got some tweets here. Uncomfortably long pause. Tweets in many states. There's a radical wing of the Republican Party that wants you to do insane things, hmm. like present identification. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. Crazy. We have to stop this and put in common sense regulations like presenting proof of vaccination <laughs> and unsolicited uh, mail-in ballots. Right. That's brilliant. <laughs> Think of this through, people. 
Todd Curtis tweets, if a school wants control of a person's actions, then they must also be held liable for those actions as well. Can't have it both ways, princess. Uh, Via Getty, parents want the local school to be the police force for the community's youth so they aren't responsible for their own kids' actions. Yep. Uh, Also, I, I love this story. Columbia, Columbia University Med School has set up some guidelines from for promoting an anti-bias and inclusive curriculum. I think we all want that. <laughs> I think we want <laughs> no bias, and we want it to be inclusive. And one of the tenets is ditching the term Caucasian to describe white people. The Vigelis College of Physicians and Surgeons indicates <clears throat> the guidelines are intended to combat systemic racism, and bias, which decrease our ability to provide equitable medical care and to increase inclusion within our medical school. Specifically, the guidelines say one of the goals is eliminating the use of outdated and imprecise terms like oriental to describe an Asian person. (laughs) Nobody says oriental anymore. Or Caucasian to describe a white person and using more precise terms. What's a more precise term? Uh, the document links to a 2020 article titled Time to Phase Out Caucasian, in which author Andrea Westby, an assistant professor in the Department of Family Medicine and Community Health at the University of Minnesota, argues that, literally speaking, Caucasian refers to people from the Caucasus, the Caucasus Mountain region, which includes uh, Georgia, Armenia, Azerbaijan, parts of North Iran, and central southern Russia. Hmm. Uh, Westby also noted in the piece that the use of Caucasian to describe white people serves the purpose of prioritizing comfort of white people. (laughs) What? Okay, how does it do that? She adds that white people are uncomfortable with naming themselves as white and that doing away with Caucasian can be seen as an anti-racist action. This is so stupid. <laughs> These people are mentally ill. Uh, they, they are, yes. Yeah, they're just insane. Uh, it is important to consider the, the implications and effects of the language we use, and the word Caucasian used indiscriminately when not rooted in historical context or impact does further racist assumptions and obstructs anti-racist discourse. <laughs> does it? No, no, it doesn't. As it happens, Campus Reform got in touch with Westby for comment, and the outlet said she replied, stating that Caucasian is a historically and geographically inaccurate descriptor for white people. So what? So it would be preferable to use white or specific geographically correct ancestry terms like Euro-American rather than Caucasian. Okay. Whatever. I don't I honestly I, don't, I, don't I care. couldn't care less. Right. You know what? I could though? not care less. If you're gonna call me white, if you're gonna write that down, I want a capital W. If black gets a capital B, then right. I get a capital W. Wow, what a racist. What do you mean what a racist? What a racist. What I'm just all isn't of that... a sudden all of a sudden you want to be capitalized. Well yeah, I mean if the if, entire race. Do you capitalize Caucasian? Yes. See? No. Well, yes. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. So I want and you should a capitalize. Capital. Yeah, because black is capitalized. Mm-hmm. Hispanic is capitalized. Okay. So, so what? Asian, right, is capitalized. So if you're going to use white to describe a race, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want it capitalized. Agree. Yes. So you're the racist too. Hmm. 
So I guess it probably is racist. Probably considered <laughs> racist that we want that. I mean, I, I. But actually, I don't care that much. I'm but. allowed to be proud to be white. Okay. Oh, right. Oh my! You heard it here. Lot, lot you of heard the uh, white supremacy come out of him. Sure. A lot of um, famous white people in history who have uh-huh. done a lot of good things, and uh, it's okay to acknowledge that. Okay. There. How wow. Dare you? Thank you. Thank you, uh, little Greta. That that's exactly right. I How am, dare you? I am white, and I am unashamed of that fact. How dare you say that? Bring it. Capital W. There. I'm owning it. I'm going to go and change my bio right now. White. All right. A brave and outspoken 11-year-old girl says that she's been kicked out of school after she refused to wear a mask in her hot classroom, declaring the requirement to be child abuse. Jenna Miller is a student at Cahill Elementary School in New York, and on Wednesday, Miller posted on Instagram, blasting her school district for forcing children to muzzle themselves in classrooms that can reach up to around 90 degrees. Uh, wow. I would Good not for her. Would not want to wear a mask under the... I, I don't like wearing them under any circumstances, yeah, but yeah. certainly if it's 90 degrees in your classroom, no. I'm, I'm not wearing it. I'm glad she's standing up. I just wish it wasn't the hot weather that finally pushed someone to do this. True. You know? Today was a hard emotional day for me. Today I stood my ground and I was adamant to standing up for what's right and making it known. It's not a safe environment any longer. Being in a hot classroom with no air conditioning with temperatures yesterday of 96 and today was a high of 86. Masked and slaved to concentrate and do work at our desks with sweat pouring off me, she said. I love the heat. I know what it's like to be in the heat. I race BMX year-round nice. in full uniform. The only difference is I come off the track soaking wet and able to drink, and I'm able to drink freely. I'm able to breathe in the fresh air without a muzzle to my face. This is inhumane. Tagging her school district, she continued uh, to say that she refuses to mask, uh, to be masked, refuses to ease, oh, they also uh, refuse to ease the guidelines that we have to wear our mask during gym class and outside in excess of temperatures. In excess of temperatures. Okay. In ex- oh, no. Yeah. yeah. No. She, she ruined it there. Yeah, it was so close. Yeah. She was doing okay. It. Yeah. And then, and then she went to in excess of temperatures. Yeah. Sorry, uh, you lost You lost me now. Yeah, that's not good. Me. No. It's one word. <laughs> oh, no. Miller went on to compare the requirement uh, to leaving a dog in a hot car. She also pointed out the hypocrisy of school officials not having to wear them all day. Mm-hmm. Oh, that sucks. Oh, yeah, huh? Oh, wow. Yeah, she's like, yeah, your air-conditioned so, office by yourself, sure. So the kids have to wear the mask, but not the not the adults, not the teachers. Huh. That That's bull. That is BS. So good for her for standing up, for taking a stand. It's abuse. Good for you, even though you've said excess of temperatures, which doesn't make any sense. We're going to let that go. It would have been cool if she had wrote NXS, I-N-X-S, the band. Uh, yeah, but uh, if t- uh, nobody's thought about the band NXS for 30 years. However. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So. I am somebody. <laughs> okay? I am somebody. And that was the first thought you've had of them in 30 years. Admit Negative. It. Since no, Michael not. Hutchins died in that Michael, weird thing he did. R.I.P. Michael Hutchins. Okay. Excuse me. I listen to <laughs> him and NXS quite frequently, mm-hmm. sir. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's going to be tomorrow's show prep song now. Okay, good. 
Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Speaking of schools and what the kids are going through, got this middle school teacher who was apparently teaching about LGBTQIA two plus stuff, and one kid in the back of the class uh, took exception to what she was saying, and so the teacher got all pissed off at him. Here's what happened. Just because I support another thing doesn't mean I don't support straight people too. Just because I'm Mexican doesn't mean I don't also support black people, or Irish people, or ignorant people. And she points to the kid. Wow. Would you like a special unicorn cupcake for being straight jerk? Yes. All right, come here. Get a straight jerk cupcake for being a pill. Being a pill? I'm just trying to be annoying. You are annoying. You were very successful. Congratulations. Thanks. Don't touch me. What a dip. Whoa. Oh, wow. Right. What? A dip. Like a dipstick, a butt head, a weasel. No. Pain in my butt. <laughs> this summer is. Um, that you said is, um, well. a few months, and I'm not gonna see you, so I want to give you something. Thank you. You're welcome. Pause it for a sec. So was it? Was what was happening before this that she was giving cupcakes to the? LGBTQQIA2 plus kids and I, nobody else. And then he was taking exception to that. Yeah. And so she asked him, well, what do you want a cupcake just because you're straight? Mm-hmm. Well, if they're getting cupcakes just because they're gay, right. why what? the hell not? Right. What What happened to wow. share with the class? If you Jeez. bring stuff, everybody gets something. I'm sorry. Radicals have entrenched themselves in your children's schools. Yeah. That's what's happening. When you go to work... To pay taxes, to pay these salaries through your paycheck, through your property tax, all this fun stuff. You're you're paying people like that to change your children forever. And she's calling him names. Right. Nasty, nasty names. Unreal. He, he's a middle school student. What is that? Seventh, eighth, and ninth grade? Six, seven, eight, yeah. Uh, that that's despicable. It's despicable. And I, I don't I don't know what the obsession is with. Well, I do. It's <laughs> it's indoctrination, and we're we need to embrace and and promote and and become. I guess uh, we all need to become part of the LGBTQIA two plus world, and and when we all are, then maybe everything will be fine. You know, then we can live a happy life together. Yeah. Once we're all uh, under the rainbow, then we can. <laughs> We can all be happy and healthy and and just hold hands and <laughs> skip together. You know, you know that 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 phrase, your obedience is prolonging the nightmare, has been applying to masks all over the place. I think it applies to something like this too. And good for mm-hmm. that kid. Because he could have just sat there mm-hmm. and just been obedient and be like, Okay, well I'm I don't deserve a cupcake. But he actually spoke up. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, good for him. And and so you can apply that. Your obedience is prolonging the nightmare to pretty much anything like that. Did you see that uh, Chrissy Teigen is uh, being a, a bully again? Um, she's been bullying. She was bullying a person online who was, what, 12 or 16 or something. I don't years know, ago, right? Yeah, years ago. Uh-huh. And they finally they've dug up all those tweets again, and so she lost a bunch of a bunch of sponsors. Right. And uh, now, fashion designer Michael Costello has come forward as the latest alleged victim of her bullying, hmm. uh, and posted purported messages between the two as he confessed that her abuse from years ago continues to torment him. 
and that he remains suicidal because of it. Wow. Wow, I smell court documents here. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I didn't want to do this, he wrote, but I cannot be happy until I speak my mind and I need to heal in order for me to do what I must reveal what I've been through. Uh, I wanted to kill myself, and I'm still traumatized, depressed, and have thoughts of suicide. Oh, no. The designer revealed that Tegan, who has admitted to previous bullying other celebrities and reportedly urged at least one of them to kill herself. Uh, that that was the young girl. That was uh, the teenager that she she said, you, you know, you should kill yourself. Accused him of being racist over an image she saw online in 2014, according to Entertainment Tonight. Messages shared by Costello allegedly showed show Tegan refusing to speak with him when he was pleading to clear up the situation and his good name. Chrissy, I've never called anyone the N-word, he wrote. Those fake images were photoshopped from a former disgruntled employee. Good luck with that. In my IMAO is in my... Wait, what is it again? IMAO. Oh. What is that short for? Not L-M-A-O? No. It's I-M-A-O. That's laughing my ass off. I think that's an L. Oh, that might be... Okay, yes. It's all small letters. Right. Okay. Laughing my ass off. (laughs) But are you really, Chrissy? Because that's a a big ass to laugh off. I don't don't know if that's even possible. Uh, (laughs) So you made me laugh there. I got to go and take inventory back here. Okay. No, it's still there. Look, Pat. Look. Uh, (laughs) Wait. No. No. No, honey, that was the wrong... Uh, somebody played the wrong thing there. <laughs> uh, she further said, uh, hope that story keeps your already dead career going. Ooh, ooh. Oh, that's not nice, Chrissy. Again, I love it. I love it when liberals eat their own. Costello then pleads with Tegan to call him so he can explain himself, supplying his phone number and writing, I am suffering from this more than you can imagine. So many people are attacking me over this. It's a fake story, but your comment is adding more fuel to the fire. Good, she responded. Racist people like you deserve to suffer and die. You might as well be dead. Your career is over. Just watch. (laughs) Wow. She is brutal. Uh, She is a... Nasty person. Uh, all right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let me tell you about Patriot Mobile. With major corporations going woke and canceling free speech, uh, we need to partner with companies deserving of our trust. You know that many wireless companies support left wing causes, causes that threaten our freedoms and beliefs. Patriot Mobile is different. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless company. And they donate a portion of every dollar to organizations that fight for causes that you and I care about. Right now, they have two great offers that you can choose from. You can either get 50% off your first two months or $100 off any phone. Both come with free Premier activation. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash pat and get all the details. Patriot Mobile has the broadcast nationwide coverage. The, the broadest nationwide coverage. And they use the same towers, of course, as the major providers. There's only so many towers, and the providers just kind of share them. So you get the same great service for less money. Go to patriotmobile.com slash pat or call their top-rated U.S.-based team, 972-PATRIOT. Veterans and first responders, you'll save even more. Switch to Patriot Mobile, a company you can trust. 
to support your values. PatriotMobile.com slash Pat. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Pat or 972-PATRIOT. Pat Gray, Unleashed. Is that how you feel? Uh, that was me that was saying that. No, 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 that's not my question, Pat. Yeah. I said, is that how well, you I feel? Just, uh, that's how that person feels, obviously. So You're, you're avoiding I, you know, answering I, the question. I don't know who that was, but he was very adamant that there shouldn't be a road between us. Um, got some tweets here. Jeffy <laughs> Fish Star <laughs> tweets, what about people who have literal Caucasian descent? <laughs> I uh, took a DNA test that said I had some heritage from Turkey and the Caucasus. No. no, you don't matter, okay? Because no. you're white, right? And and you, sir, or ma'am, are lowercase right. W. Exactly. <clears throat> pew pew one pew tweets. Uh, I would keep encouraging these children to keep taking videos of these lunatic teachers and put them up for the world to see how messed up our education system really is. Mm-hmm. From Joel, if you want to join the community. Just identify as a woman who identifies as a man who likes women who identify as men Whoa. who identify as women or in other words. Like like right. The girls Wait, look, okay, who like on. boys. I can't follow that. Like girls. That's, that's not linear. <laughs> Remember that song by Blur? I do. I yeah. didn't realize that was Blur until this moment, though. What? Yeah. I really? Didn't, I didn't know that. Who'd you think it was? I, I never you didn't know. I never spent time didn't thinking know. about it. But okay. song two by Blur is one of the greatest songs of all time. I just didn't know they did this one. Yeah. Uh, let's see. A Pat had sent this to us. This is a girl who was a boy who's now a girl Wait, who likes boys. Who no, she's she was a girl who's a guy. No, who, no. She thinks she's a guy. She thinks she's a guy. Here but she she's is. Still a girl. Um. This is kind of scary because I only realized this a couple of days ago, Uh-oh. and I've only come out to a few people. I'm a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Yeah, you're a guy. You, two days ago, you realized Yay. it. You just realized that she had a wank. No. <laughs> what? He, they pronouns, and I'm going to go by Theo. Steve. Yeah. Wait, Theo. Theo. Hey, Theo. No. Um, yeah. right. I called my mom today. Okay. Oh, and I have to go house. home every day. Oh no. And be called so my wonderful. dead name. She's got to go home. And have be called her. Run used every time I'm oh, home. Oh, wait, and stop. And then I realize how hurtful it is. It's like a slap in the face. Stop this, please. I'm sorry. Did you hear that? She has to go home every day. This is the state of our country. Mm-hmm. I have to go home every day and hear my dead name and she, her pronouns. Dear oh, no. God, we are lost. Well, and it's been two days that she's had to hear that. So I I wouldn't wish that on anyone. Two days of dead naming. We I, are... I don't know how she survived it. How did she sur- survive? Seriously. I mean, it's like, it's like the boys who like girls who like boys who need girls. I mean, like... You're all boys. Who like Wait. boys. Who I'm so. I've boys. I've literally got to draw this out on the whiteboard. <laughs> but the greatest generation had Normandy. Mm-hmm. We've got. We've got dead naming. <laughs> we got dead naming. We are so done. I need those lyrics. And she just realized it. Yeah, two days ago. Two days ago. And the cheers from people around her. Yay! You decided you're a. A boy, or, or whatever. Two days ago, congratulations! Yay! Oh, 
You don't suppose that was a little uh, peer pressure, do you? She, oh. The people she's hanging around with are all doing this identity crisis thing, and so she thought, hey, mm-hmm. I, I think I'm a boy, too. How much of that is going on right now? Oh, totally. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Wow. It's fun. No, this is a good time uh, for America. Isn't it? This is uh, it's this, a... It's a great time. It's a shining era in our history. We're using the wrong pronouns here. Wow. Hey, in, in Houston, they had a little bit of a surprise uh, from one of their reporters on Fox, uh, Ivory Hecker, who was... Uh, they went to her for a live report on the weather, and it went slightly awry. <laughs> Here's what happened. This Outages is amazing. Outages across the region. Fox 26 reporter Ivory Hecker is live in Montgomery County to take a look at that aspect. Thanks, guys. That's right. Before we get to that story, uh-oh, I want to let you, the viewers, uh-oh. know that Fox Corp has been mm-hmm. muzzling me to uh-oh. keep certain information from you, the viewers. And from what I'm gathering, I am not the only reporter <laughs> Wait, what? being to, subjected to this. Uh-huh. I am going to be releasing some recordings about what goes on behind the scenes at Fox because it applies to you, the viewers. I found a nonprofit journalism group uh-huh. called Project Veritas. We're going to put that out tomorrow, so tune into them. But as for this heat wave across Texas, you can see what it's doing to AC units <laughs> no no don't be playing it off now we're not doing the ac units thing <laughs> i can't believe she actually went to the ac unit story uh, i'm surprised that they uh, didn't in the control room go cut it take camera one in the studio yeah. let's go cut it they didn't know what to do nope uh or they weren't paying attention they were probably just talking in there yeah. like hey so what are you doing hey, how's so your weekend she's about to do this ac unit story and uh, Another stupid story on the weather. Yeah, because that's what they're doing. Exactly. The director is already saying, like, we have the tape ready? Okay, camera one ready. They're not even listening because they just trust their reporters. And Good Ivory. Ivory live. And then she starts in on Project Veritas. Wait, what, what did she say? What? <laughs> Wait, what? This- Fox 26 is keeping stuff from her? What's She's going to release video? Did you hear that? Wait, what? Was she talking about air conditioners? <laughs> what was that? What? <laughs> <laughs> ah, it'll be fun to see what comes of that. Uh, 888-900-3393. More Packer Unleashed coming up. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Apparently, not only is Kim Jong-un not dead, he's apparently still in power. Oh, wow. uh, Yeah. He's making some interesting decisions. Cracking down right now on K-pop. Oh, no. The Korean music that, Mm -hmm. I guess, uh, if you're caught listening to it, you'll be arrested. You'll be put into one of their uh, prison camps. And if you, if you sell it or mm. distribute it, yeah, you'll be put to death. That's <laughs> that's how much he's not a fan of the K-pop music. So I mean, it's easy to pile on the evil dictator, yeah, responsible right. for torturing and murdering <laughs> countless citizens. But <laughs> but he's got a point here. I ate at this restaurant. Right? I don't know, not too long ago. I don't know. Before the pandemic, but whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't realize it was like a K-pop themed restaurant. Like I was eating a hamburger in there, and like there's just K-pop playing on all the TVs. It was really, it was literal hell on earth. Was that here? 
Yeah, it was Didn't in uh, Keller. Oh, oh wow. Uh, nearby town here to the huh. studio. Yeah, it was uh, it was an intense experience. I couldn't get out of there quick enough. It was weird, man. <laughs> and it's a good thing Kim Jong-un didn't uh, stop by because it right? would have been ugly. Would have gotten ugly in there. <laughs> uh, also, this North Korean defector who is going to Columbia University. She defected from North Korea. She wanted to be free. She walked across the Gobi Desert to try to find freedom. Mm. Uh, came to the United States and went to Columbia. She said that even North Korea isn't as nuts as it was at Columbia University with them cracking down on speech. Oh, wow. That tells you, that tells you where we are. Wow. Yanmi uh, Park attended Columbia, was immediately struck by what she viewed as anti-Western sentiment in the classroom. Here she is in the West, and she's encountering anti-Western sentiment. And a focus on political correctness that had her thinking even North Korea isn't this nuts. I expected that I was paying this this fortune, all this time and energy to learn how to think. But they're forcing you to think the way they want you to think, she said. I realized, wow, this is insane. I thought America was different. But I saw so many similarities to what I saw in North Korea that I started worrying uh, that should chill you to the bone. It sure does. Because that is that is where we are right now. Wow. Uh, really amazing. Really unfortunate. Uh, and hard to believe that we've gotten to this point in the United States of America where people come here from North Korea and say, wow, you guys are on that trajectory. They escape possibly the most tyrannical government on, on the Earth. planet. Yeah. And she ends yeah. up at Columbia University mm-hmm. and says it's worse there as far as free speech. That is unbelievable. Sickening. Seriously is. <laughs> Seriously unbelievable. I mean, they will shut you down and cancel you. I mean, they're not going to put you in a gulag yet like they do in North Korea. But it's the same trajectory. Yet. And yet is the operative operative word there. Because that's where it starts. It doesn't start with the gulag. That's where it ends up. So, just a little reminder to us. Uh, In New Jersey, after an outcry uh, over a previous decision to rename Columbus Day as Indigenous Peoples Day, the Board of Education at a New Jersey school district just decided to strip all Holiday names off of the school calendar. There we go. Okay, now we're done. <laughs> all of them are gone. <laughs> now they're all just called day off. <laughs> day off one, day off two, no. <laughs> yep. So Thanksgiving's not on the calendar. Simply be called day off. Jewish holidays, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, uh, Christmas, Easter, whatever. Uh, they're, they're just a day off now. Mm. I mean. That's where we're at. That's where we again. That's that's where we are now. Are you hold on? What if you just call it like because you can't do one, two, three because that's going to denote like superiority. Like oh, day off one is more important than day off four and so maybe on, right? ABC. Right, ABC. So mm-hmm. what are you going to do with your um, day A day your E, e- break <laughs> trip? Where where are we going for our E break trip? Because you can't call it spring break, right? Mm-mm-mm. So that's no. that's out. Yeah, I don't know. This is uh, your EFGHI. <laughs> week off i do kind of understand the frustration though i mean if you're gonna get all fired up over freaking columbus day 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? I just don't want to deal with this anymore. Yep. And they're all days off now. <laughs> I mean, I can almost oh, understand. Oh, that's something I would frustrate. If I were the administrator or in charge of the academic calendar, I'd be doing that. That's yeah. a great idea, right? Yeah. You know what? Save your complaints for something important. Like at first, you know. I was kind of pissed off at the story, and then I thought, nah, I kind of don't blame him. <laughs> if you're going to argue about every stupid name on the calendar, then. We'll just take all the names off the calendar. And okay? you know what? How do you like that? Yeah. Yeah, I like it. And, and if, if you like your, your rainbow decorative... Oh, my goodness. It was everywhere in these college towns, even in the Intermountain West. But if, if you want to celebrate uh, Pride Month in June and have rainbow flags everywhere, you know what? Nah. We're going to do rainbow flags every day of every year. Okay? Mm-hmm. We're just going to line the streets mm-hmm. July, December. <laughs> it doesn't matter. We're going to just... It, we're going to own the rainbow flag. We're going to celebrate it every single day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. It'd be great, right? Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Um, got this angry mom who uh, is going off <laughs> on a school board. Parents uh, are pushing back, baby. I love it. Because they're just, parents are getting so fed up right now. There's several things happening in schools. Of course, there's the political correctness. And then there's, there is the, uh, the sexualization of children and trying to, trying to sexualize their curriculum. Yeah. And this is happening in a grade school. Yeah. It's an elementary school. And, and you, if you have young children listening right now, they won't want to hear the next 60 seconds because she's got some sensitive stuff here. Yeah, and she's making a point. So she's saying all the words that are in this book, and it's making the board members crazy. They don't want to hear any of this. They want her to shut up. Well, this is what you're teaching our elementary kids. Five-year-olds. Here, here she, she is. She came to your school when she procures bids for ISU with construction and came to your school and spoke to your staff for two straight days. Why did she do that? This is why she did that. This is why she did that. To make sure that when our students want to know whether or not they have a vagina or a penis, they have pictures from your staff to be able to help them. They don't have enough sex. They don't have enough anal sex. They need adults to tell them how to masturbate. And what I call that is... So here's what I'm asking you. You have a hard time hearing this from me, but this is for for 10 years old and up, and this bill was passed for 5-year-olds. And wow. you have a hard time me sitting here telling you the words anal sex, masturbation. Da, 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 da. That's hard for you or the <laughs> time's up because the time's not really up. <laughs> I don't believe you, Mr. Wiley, that my time is up. But I'm going to no, She's been talking this. for 30 seconds. I'll, I'll close with this because this was too much for you. I can tell I right it. now. And that's why you're cutting me off. But last time I said, you know what? Critical race theory. Little girl in the back was laughing every single time Megan said something because white people oppress black people, right? Is it your principal black? Is it your mayor black? Wow. Well, yeah. And then wow. she Yeah, and, and then she relinquished the rest of her time or whatever and gave it to uh she introduced a guy named Ty Smith, another local resident. Okay. Who who had lots of good things to say about critical race theory. <laughs> Hello guys. My name is Ty. I live in Bloomington, 2901 Willow 20. I'm sorry, I didn't catch you last Ty Smith. Ty Smith. And um what I want to do is I want to talk about when we think about critical race theory, what comes to mind? What comes to mind? When you say the word critical, what comes to your mind when you think about the word critical? I have two degrees in medicine. You know what critical means to us? Critical means that the person is almost getting ready to die or they most surely will die. So when you say critical race theory, 
You might think of it in the sense of, oh, this information is critical that they know as of the upland important. But when I think about critical race theory, I think about critical as in this is getting ready to kill something or kill somebody. So most likely what is going to happen when this gets taught to our children? Give you an example here. I was in the third grade and I was on welfare. Go figure. And we had something called a lunch car. Our teacher would let the kids that got the cold lunch or got lunch from home, they got to go in line first. I had to, the ones that had a lunch car, we had to go behind them. So time after time that kept on happening, I'm getting there thinking like, man, this is messed up. How come the kids that got a cold lunch? How come the kids that got lunch from school? Why do they get to go before me? I started feeling real down and bad about myself. What makes them kids more special? What makes them different? What makes them so cool that they get to go first while us with the lunch car get to go in the back? So I started piece, piecing some things together like, man, this is messed up. Why? 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 These people that got, actually got the lunch, the ones that had the cold lunch, the ones that had to go get to go first, they were some of my friends. I started disassociating myself with them. I started actually hating them. I actually started disliking them because I felt <laughs> that they had something that I didn't have. They had it better than I had. I actually started getting mad at my home life because why can't I get a cold lunch to bring up here? So I can be up there in line. Why couldn't I? Now, my friend's trying to figure out what's wrong with Ty. How come he's so mad at us? I'm mad at them for something that's not even their fault. I'm getting mad at them because I'm the one that got a lunch card. They get to go first in line. But the fact that I was in the third grade and was able to piece that together to say in the third grade, look what I did. I conjured up my own perceptions of what my friends were. They weren't looking down on me. They didn't think they were better than me. I'm the one that came up with those false perceptions of what my friends were, not them. So when you talk about critical race theory, which is pretty much going to be teaching kids how to hate each other, how to dislike each other. That's pretty much what it's going to, that's pretty much, I don't care what say, it's pretty much what it's going to all come down to. You're going to deliberately teach kids, this white kid right here got it better than you because he white? You're going to purposely tell a white kid, oh, the black people are all down Jeez. and suppressed. How do I have two medical degrees if I'm sitting here oppressed? How do I get, first of all, stand up, because I only got five minutes now. Yeah. Five minutes. Two medical degrees. No mom, no dad in the house. Work my mm. way through college. Sat there and hustled my butt off to get through college. You going to tell me somebody that looked like all y'all white folks kept me from doing that? Are you serious? Not one white person ever came to me and said, well, son, you're never going to be able to get nowhere because you know the black people. <laughs> but guess what? What's sickening about this whole thing is what y'all doing right now is already something I do in my community right now to speak out against stuff because black folks are getting told by other black folks, oh, you know you ain't going to be able to do nothing out there in the world because them white wow. folks ain't going to let you get no. Oh, you know you're not going to be able to do it here because you know, white, the, the white man, the white man going to keep you down. Well, how did I get where I am right now if some white man kept me down? How am I now directing over folks that look just like you guys in this room right now? How? What, what, what kept me down? What oppressed me? I work for myself from off the streets to where I am right now. You gonna sit here and tell me this lie of critical race theory? Of uh, this, this, this the reason why black folks can't get ahead because of white folks? Are you kidding me? This is what we come to now. I can't believe we're even talking about this right now. The last thing we're gonna say right here is something that's crazy. Martin Luther King said he wanted his kids to grow up in a world where they are judged by the contents of their, what? Character. Their character, not their skin. If they let this stuff go on right now, it is absolutely doing the complete reverse of what he's doing. So when February comes, don't talk about Martin Luther King. When February comes, don't talk about black history. Mother dog will sit there and just pee, pee on his grave with this nonsense. That's exactly what's about to happen. Lastly, we are talking about our kids. We are talking about our children. What's so sickening about me, I love the Discovery Channel. You will see that on the Discovery Channel, animals will put their lives on the line to protect their children from danger, to protect their children from what we call... Predators. And what do they do? They put their lives on the line from predators. What are we doing? Oh, just let the kids go. Let, let, let anything happen to them. Let, let anybody let, let bring in this sexuality stuff right there to pervert these children and all that. Let them know that, oh, if somebody touch you, oh, if it felt good to you, it's going to be okay. 
Nobody want to get mm. to the heart of the matter, get to the meat of the matter, get to more of the story. When it all comes down to it, the person that's going to be suffering from this, the one that's going to be hurt from this, is the kids. Yeah. Ten years from now, if this stuff goes on, and we see that we producing a whole bunch of kids that's actually super sexually pedophile acting and all this stuff like that, whose fault is it going to be? Whose fault is it going to be? Who are we going to look back on and blame for this? Because this is stuff we're talking about right now. This stuff is going on right now. Mm -hmm. I do this stuff on a daily basis. I'm in the hood. I'm in the communities. I'm out there with folks in their face. I've been doing stuff since I was 18 years old, talking to black folks. And you know what? None of them are buying this nonsense. None of them are. But if you want to implement this into the school system, I guarantee you to the day that I die, I'm going to be the very person right there debunking stuff, tearing stuff down, letting them know they can do exactly what I did and get exactly where I am by putting themselves to work and getting there. Ain't not one white person ever going to keep any of them from getting there. So the CRT stuff, BS. Oh, my wow. time is up. Yeah. I'm, I'm, okay, my time is up. I'm going to finish with this real quick. As wow. That's powerful. That guy's awesome. <laughs> he was... He was fantastic. Mm -hmm. uh, I did a little research on this Ty Smith wow. guy. Uh, he does a weekend show in Bloomington, Illinois. And the name of it is so great. Cancel this with Ty Smith. Is he also, <laughs> he must also be yeah. a physician of some I sort? I think that's his job, the medical stuff. I think yeah. he just does this uh, for a couple hours every Saturday afternoon. So Well, because every single person has a podcast now. Every living human. I mean, this is a this is a radio a show. This is a radio oh, it's an actual station. radio show. Yeah, it's a radio station. Oh, here nice in Bloomington, Illinois. All right. Uh, need leaders like that in every community. Yes, we need more people to step up like that and uh, share those stories. Yeah. Of his perception growing up and how he overcame it. Yeah. He needs to run for office. And there was no whitey that said, "Hey, uh, you can't do this. So beat it, kid." That he didn't let that happen to him. I just I, I love that. That's it's instead we'd rather just tell them that they're picked on uh, and that they don't have any chance and that because Whitey is trying to keep them down, uh, they're going to be held down. That's what you want to teach these kids because that's what they are teaching them. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm tired of the messaging being mm. from the left that you should feel empowered. <laughs> Right, mm -hmm. but yet at the same time, they want you to play the victim card wherever you get an opportunity. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It, 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 the hypocrisy is mind-numbing. Just asinine. It's asinine. Uh, the Federal Reserve has told their employees now to avoid using biased terms, such as I, I hesitate to say it. Uh, Whoa, what? Founding fathers. Oh, you didn't. I did, <laughs> and man-made, and. <laughs> To ditch singular generic pronouns. <laughs> okay. A former Fed staffer with knowledge of the matter uh, says the Federal Reserve's Board of Governors issued the guidance for all employees nationwide on April 29th. Bias-free language recognizes diversity and avoids stereotyping, demeaning, or excluding people on the basis of gender, race, ethnic group, religion, age, ability, disability, or sexual orientation. Okay. <clears throat> Try to avoid words and phrases that may be considered offensive, pejorative, or prejudiced, whether consciously or unconsciously, as these can distract your audience from the ideas or information you're trying to convey. The cable network uh, Fox said, the guidance contains a list of off-limits biased terms that includes terms such as blacklist, grandfathered, <laughs> 
and founding fathers. Okay, good, 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 good. So I guess founding is the is the uh, is the offensive word there. They don't like founders. Founders. That's what it. Yeah, that's, that's what, what it what is. It is. Uh, that's great that you can't say fathers, founding fathers. You can't say grandfathered. I mean, want a personal privilege? Oh yeah, yes. go ahead, go ahead. Please do not use gendered language <coughs> to to address everyone. Sorry, I forgot for a minute. Okay. What you choking on there, buddy? <laughs> His own spit. Oh, but that's uh, that's, that's a whole right. other topic. That's uh, instead, employees should use words, alternate terms like okay. denied, legacy, and founders. Other terms such as white-listed, man-powered, man-made, singular generic pronouns like he, she, his, and hers should re- be replaced with more bias-free alternatives such as allowed, artificial, and theirs. You people are ridiculous. They, them, and theirs. Oh, also... Mm, oh, oh no, there's more. Well, the Fed stops short of suggesting alternative, alternative pronouns like G with a Z-E and Zer, <laughs> Z-I-R, which many readers uh, are all too familiar with. Uh, but uh, they, theirs, and them would be fine alternatives. Mm. So there you go. If you're going to work at the uh, Federal Federal Reserve, mm. you, you want to know what you're getting into. Can they also outlaw the words uh, print, uh, inflation? Digital money <laughs> would be nice. Uh, ink. Yeah, that would be great. Uh, uh, national debt. Thank you. Maybe that's what they should be worried we about. We need to be banning those words Jeez. from their vocab. No kidding. Oh, oh, oh. Mm. Uh, well, that's what they got together with the uh, uh, G7 to talk about because, oh, good. Good, you good, know, good. apparently the president came away happy with all the accomplishments oh, of the G7 at the summit. Uh, he talked about that yesterday. What do you say to those allies? What have you been saying to them at, at these meetings about how the next president of the United States can keep any promises you make? What I'm saying is that. Gosh, what a them. delay. Is, is watch me. Uh, watch me. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying anything, quite frankly. Wait, wait, wait. I'm just going what? out. He just said People, it. as I've said before, <laughs> wait, don't doubt that I mean what I say, and they believe that I keep my commitments when I say it. I'm not making any promises to anyone that I don't believe are overwhelmingly likely to be kept. I think that we're at a moment where... Where? I mean, let me put it this way. You may have had a different view, but I think an awful lot of people thought that my showing up at the mm-hmm. G7 would not produce any kind of enthusiasm about American leadership and about where America was. And it didn't seem to, actually. Yes, that it, it didn't, didn't turn out that way. Oh, it didn't? It, it didn't turn out that way? <laughs> Did you get any kind of sense of excitement of yeah. American leadership oh, we're at the on G7? Yeah, we're on top. And, and he, he's carrying our flag. They were browbeating him. Oh, and the laughing ent- at him? Macron, Francis Macron was browbeating him. Was telling him the way it needs to be. And he's nodding his head. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. All right. What did he do yeah. with that answer? He opened up by saying, I'm not saying anything to them. What I've been saying is, wait, what? <laughs> he can't even make it through a sentence without contradicting himself. He sucks. Oh, he's 
He's just gone. He's just gone. And one of the things, of course, that they're fighting with the G7, they're, they're trying to hold back the the rising seas. Oh, yeah. yeah. Remember when uh, Barack Obama said he was going to heal the planet? Didn't and he, I guess he didn't, didn't quite do get it. that done. Didn't do it. But they were standing in, in Carpus Bay. <laughs> now, we have... Uh, <laughs> we have just a frightening... <clears throat> side by side. Okay, what do you got? Well, they're actually not side by side, but they're on top of each sure, other. Sure. Uh, one is on top of the other. That's Carbis Bay in 1925 on the bottom there. Yeah. And then uh, the <laughs> global warming Carbis Bay in 2021 where the seas have overtaken in it. In 96 years, look at the damage done right there. <laughs> look at, look at wow. the horrific damage done by global warming. It looks exactly the same. <laughs> it looks... Exactly the same. Yeah. The G7 link. By the way, two, four, six, eight, nine. Why are there nine leaders at the G7? Oh, Biden was put in charge of math, I guess. Uh, numbers don't lie! <laughs> <laughs> so nine of the G7 leaders yeah. there. Go back to that for a second. Just standing on the beach. Mm-hmm. And by the way, the beach has not been swallowed up by the ocean. It's still there in its entirety. I mean, you would think, okay, well, maybe a few feet, mm-hmm. uh, maybe the beach is gone. No, no not no. even the beach. It's the exact same. It's just black and white in color. It's That's exactly it. the same, mm-hmm. except for, yes, Yeah, and just to give photo. you a perspective of the size of our Jeez, uh, partners over there, um, you can see uh, just when you superimpose uh, Britain, Germany, <clears throat> if France were up there, it'd be the same. There's Spain, Italy. Teeny uh, little countries. Me, look at that. Like yeah. from Michigan little to North countries. Carolina. That's Italy. I mean, let's let's keep it in perspective here. My goodness. Essentially, what those other six are are governors of state, <laughs> and we're letting them lead <laughs> our president by the yeah, nose. Right. Yep. It's despicable. It really is. All right. Be back here tomorrow on uh, Packer Unleashed and hanging out with Glenn. Uh, Glenn Beckford.